Hey everybody and welcome to the Becky Left the Chats February 1992 TV episode. I am your host Pat, joined by my lovely co-host Jen. Hey! And we are back. As we promised, we watched Baby Talk, which is <sighs> whew, a thing. And uh, we're as we mentioned last time, we're going to get into a little bit of um, Super Bowl talk. Now, I know the Super Bowl happened in January, but for the rest of the world, it happens in February. Or, or at least now. For the rest of the of the world? The... Yeah, everybody in the world. Super Bowl is going to happen this weekend. Yeah, we're, we're recording this on a Thursday, but it's going to happen this weekend, and it's in February. I mean, that's just when we play the game now. I mean, everybody sees it. You know, that wants to see it. It's in February. So let's get started. Um, we're going to do a quick rundown here uh, about how we're going to kind of do our little format moving forward. So as you guys know on some of the other podcasts, we uh, I don't mind any number. But Jen has some sort of problem with odd numbers. But she's okay with us doing the rule of three. So we're really going to bring up three big topics, talk about them, get into them. And, I mean, Jen, what? why do you hate odd numbers? I found you a Reddit thread today. Okay. Started by you as well. No, it was not started by me. And it's amazing because the person has the same thing I have, which is the volume should really always just be on an even number. Like, let's have it on an even number. But if you want to do, like, a um, multiple of 5, 15, 25, that, that's okay. I can deal with a 5. And the person said the same thing, but then it was going down to people saying, like, they only put their volume on prime numbers, which it could really be a problem because, you know, it could just really be a problem or um, multiples of three. And I said, oh, wow, I'm glad I'm just even the fives. It could be so much worse. And there were like 68 comments on this Reddit thread of people with their number problems. This has been 45 seconds and everything you're saying doesn't make it sound any more uh, rational. Who it's said it was rational? It's, it's just a number. You're trying to rationalize this behavior. Like, it's what o- is it's wrong like an with odd o- numbers? It's like an OCD behavior that, that some people have. I'm, <sighs> I apologize that my even numbers bother you so much. I'm okay with this rule of threes. Well, our rule... I actually like odd numbers. Okay. They just don't sit well with me. Okay. Again, I think your foot is so far in your mouth that you're probably eating your heel. But hey, everybody makes choices. It's the rule of three. So today, we're going to run down three separate categories. Number one, baby talk, which if you recall from the TGIF episode we had to kick off this podcast for the TV stuff, we, uh, we're going to find this show baby talk and we'll get into exactly what we found with it. But number two, we're going to do the Super Bowl ads because that's always fun, always um unique right in terms of kind of how how people want to waste money to push their products and it's always something fun to watch during during the super bowl anyway i mean a lot of people watch it for the ads and number three we're going to talk about well we're going to talk about the halftime show this year what we're going to get then in store for next year and the counter programming which will lead us into next month where we're going to talk about some late night shows so let's dive in we found an episode of Baby Talk. From what I can tell, this episode of Baby Talk was from season two of Baby Talk. <laughs> Baby Talk is a show that was conceived and thought of as like a companion slash cash grab off of the success of Look Who's Talking. 
So for those that don't know, Look Who's Talking is a movie that came out early 90s. John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, and the child um, was Bruce Willis, right? So that that this part of it's off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it was Bruce Willis. I do not remember. And so the baby would interact with other babies and have conversations and say smarky um, one-liners and different things. And these children would talk to each other, basically telepathically with famous adult voices. Um, all the while circling around <laughs> Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley, who was a single, successful woman who was sleeping with her boss who was cheating on his wife so he was never going to leave um but she kept the kid so she had the kid oh so wait it was her boss's kid it was her boss's kid i believe it was her boss's Mm. kid so she was like an accountant or something so he was sleeping with her wait time out yes is this what you remember of look who's talking or did you just refresh your memory on it just so we're clear Right, this is everything I'm remembering off the top of my head. So I'm going to run through all of this Holy with you shit. right now. So I've also seen that movie as a kid. Cannot uh-huh. tell you anything about it except there's a talking baby. Didn't remember any actors, nothing. So anyway, so, continue. Right. Everything I tell you right it's now, amazing. everyone, is just this is off the top of my, my head. So she is sleeping with the boss, has the kid, thinks the boss is going to eventually leave. He doesn't. So she's got the kid. Now, when she was going to give birth to the kid... She ended up getting in the back of a cab driven by John Travolta. I think she left her purse or something. So then he shows up at her house to bring her the purse. But then he's also good with kids because, of course, he would be. And he's not just a New York City cabbie. He wants to be a pilot, which will come into play in Look Who's Talking 2, the sequel, because he does become a pilot because, spoiler alert for Look Who's Talking, Kirstie Alley and John Travolta get together, then they have their own baby. Um, What I remember most about this movie was the ridiculous conception scene that they had in the beginning. Do you remember that? Was it like a sperm? It was like sperm, but they were all talking to each other as they were like traveling oh, no. to the egg. Oh my God. Oh. You need to watch this. No, yes. I do not remember that. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure in 92, um, or we might've just missed it, but the sequel, um, they do it again. But yes, there's like, it's like sperm swimming. It, it's... Are they like fighting? Like trying to out, like, like racing? Or are they like buds? If, if this was the movie podcast and I'm doing this, I would pause this right now to make you watch the video to come back and talk about. It. I'm not because this is this is TV. This is TV. We have a lot. We have a lot to get to today. But I vividly remember that, and uh, <laughs> better than anything they could teach you in health class. I'll tell you, you're like, what the what the fuck am I watching? Um, but that's basically the plot. Long and the short of it is, single, successful, um, independent woman of the '90s has a kid, then a man appears is just kind of a lovable dude who just is like a man child that needs help but he's also good with kids because again all of this is just fine Mm -hmm. because that is the plot of then of this tv show so the tv show is a mom that is also a single mom kind of has i believe a similar like kind of background where she's like sleeping with a boss or sleeping with a married man that then didn't leave but then kept the kid except in this show it's the handyman that she's getting with or wants to get with as a love interest. So in season one, it was a separate mom, separate handyman, separate building. Then they moved to Brooklyn in season two, which is where we picked it up. I'm not going to run down all the actors and actresses in it. I am going to say season one, the super was George Clooney. Season two, the super is Scott, um, Scott Bayo. So these guys were cashing those early 90s sitcom checks, getting their chops. I mean, I'm sure George Clooney, um, if ever 
you interviewed him and be like, oh, what I really want to know is like what went on on the set of Baby Talk. Like, let's talk about that. That's like a deep cut mm-hmm. is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they probably want to, at least he maybe wants to forget about. I would love to see that interview. I, mean, I would like, love someone to interview him happen. about Baby Well, talk. I'd love if someone did. Like, if it's one of those things where you can write in a question, like at, like at AMA, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> can you just can you tell me what it was like? Like, what was the tension like when uh, the first half of Baby Talk wrapped for uh, season one? Did you think you were going to come back for season two? But uh, the show was tough. It was a 17-minute clip on YouTube. I mean. I slept for six of it. Yeah, you slept. Because it literally put me to sleep. You slept for more than six of it. Did you laugh at all? Was it funny? Was this goofy? I mean. Tony Danza as the baby? It, I just don't understand a telepathic baby. Like, it doesn't. But that was the movie. But right, it just doesn't do anything for me. Like, right. I think it's so silly. Um, obviously, like, I'm just. But that, Captain that was. Captain Obvious here. Um, <clears throat> did I laugh? No, I'm not going to. I'm going to go ahead and say I didn't laugh. I was a little perturbed that there was only like half of the episode because, I mean, now I'm stuck not knowing what happened at the end. Uh, it got canceled at the end. <laughs> they probably only did half the episode because they got canceled. As you know, it was all like the all all the tropes, like the the, the mom. Oh, you know, you should have got married when you were pregnant. The mm-hmm. The handyman, a.k.a. Scott Bayo, with the, where's your husband? Oh, no husband? I guess I'll have to get used to that. You know, like, just all the... The neighbor that also happened to have the perfectly aged the child. Same the same age, age baby. So that they can have, yeah. Yep, yeah. And then the idea, like... And then she has a super... The mother has a super stressful job where she's, like, called into the office and she gets a super important, very stressful job and nobody cares about her personal... Like, it's just, you know. But then... She doesn't, she can't get in touch with her mom and she can't find her baby. And then it's just, I never know if, I will never know if she finds her baby. She didn't. The baby was with Scott Bale. The baby is now probably 30. With Charles and Charles. 35. He's got, yeah, he's, was getting raised by Charles. Um, Mickey. That's the baby's name. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, it could be, you need to The baby could be named whatever. The baby across the street, Danielle. I'm going to tell you. When you take, not across the street, across the hall, when you take, <laughs> like he's not going you across the street. You should really look both ways because someone could be walking down the hall with a suitcase. When you legitimately take a show, run 12 episodes, then soft reboot it by using the same pediatrician because it was the same pediatrician. That's the only character that like crossed over. Use the same pediatrician to then have the same character's names. The, so, the baby was the same. It was Tony Danza and both. Okay. Seasons. The so Tony Danza getting that paycheck, cashing that check as he's not even on set at all, and he's just you know there talking. Fine. I do have a spoiler for you though. What? He was the boss, as the baby too. Baby ran that shit. Well, that was the point of look who's talking too, and look who's talk look who's talking and look who's talking too. I think look who's talking too was Roseanne. Boom. I'm gonna tell you right now. Look who's talking to the daughter is Roseanne. It was like Bruce Willis and Roseanne. That was two people. I'm like 95% certain. But it's just like the telepathic talking. Yeah, well, that was the movie. I'll say that baby talk better than Pups Alone. Which, if you we don't know that. what that is, yeah. that's a. Uh... Yeah. Do you think we could put a bin in, in our baby talk <laughs> conversation? Do you think that we did it? Not we. The show was around twelve episodes. Then they rebooted it for another season, and then this is the end of the show. Do you think that we hit the '90s baby talk? I'm gonna tell you something, yeah. and I mean it. 
and I'm ashamed to say it. And I did not like this show. Okay. If we could access all the episodes, I would watch them. Look, I'm not. I'm gonna. And talk, I would have an in-depth conversation. I'm gonna tell you right it. now, if Electronic Bay somehow was able to provide us with the DVDs for less than five dollars, Jen, there's no way this came out on DVD. Don't even waste your time. No way. I what? No. No way. Don't even. Don't even put the iPad down. Stop. Stop. <laughs> put the app away. Stop. Hold on. Seriously, we're recording a podcast. Stop. <laughs> stop. No, but stop. No, seriously, stop. I'm not even touching my iPad. Put the iPad away. Like, put it away. We're trying we're trying to record, and you're on Electronic Bay, and you're on Pirates Bay, and you're on all the bays. And you're I bet I could it. get this on Pirates Bay. Is don't. that still a thing? Do people still download uh, torrents on Pirates Bay? I don't know much about all these fringe movements and stuff. I don't know much about But I, I guarantee if you start looking for baby talk episodes on, on Pirates Bay, you are going to end up in a situation where you're just in a cult. Like, you're just in a cold. So, I'm out. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to find them. Okay. Well, I'll, re- we I'll report back next month and whether or not I found Done some, and dusted. Guys, baby, baby, talk. baby talk. There's one episode on YouTube. There's also the um, intro. N- don't get their hopes up. There's only, se- like, 13 minutes of an episode. Hey, if they want to find it, they can find it. So, let's get into the uh, meat and potatoes here of what we're going to talk about today. So, as we said, the Super Bowl actually happened at the end of January in 92. But in our lifetime and now, it happens in February. So we really wanted to kind of bust it out because we did want to talk, obviously, about the unfortunate passing of Bob Saget, but then about our memories of TGIF and everything on our first one. And that's kind of where we got our uh, F. Mary Kill idea for that week and everything else. So let's start with the Super Bowl itself. So the Super Bowl was a wonderful, wonderful game between the Washington Redskins and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. As everyone knows, the Bills didn't win. Oh, I don't think everybody knows that. They know, because the Bills still haven't won. Not everybody knows the history of the Buffalo Bills. Well, the Bills lost. But we did get some pretty sweet commercials. So we was, had... it, was it the Jim Kelly days? Yeah. Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid. I gave you the one I knew. They're all like, the guys on that team. They were they were in three straight Super Bowls. They couldn't they couldn't get it done. So let's get into it. We had a couple different and we had a lot of stacks of commercials. We actually watched all these commercials. Well this is yeah, what what we have is what we could get on, on YouTube. There was like twenty uh, a, a cluster of like twenty six Super Bowl commercials from nineteen ninety two. So we had a Bud Bowl sighting. We had a Clydesdale sighting. This, uh, did you know, I think that's the first time we see the Clydesdales. Really? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. And they're making a comeback this year in 2022, so that's pretty cool. We had... I hope I'm right. Otherwise, I'm just... You know what? Well, we'll fact check that, and uh, if I'm wrong, I'll let you know. If not, then... Put the iPad down. Stop looking for baby talk episodes. Like, enough. <laughs> she says she's fact checking. No. They had uh, <laughs> they had the, uh, the Reebok ads for Dan and Dave, right? So we had those. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Michael Jordan ads, which actually... He's popping up a lot on a lot of... Oh, yeah. Well, because he's the most popular athlete at that point. It's actually a fun Probably fact. Probably ever. I feel like he's still... If you were to say most popular athlete in the world, go. Who would you say? The world doesn't count because... Most popular athlete soccer. in the no, U.S., listen, go. Jordan. I get it. Jordan. Oh, yeah, right? I'm, I mean, not, no. I'm not saying he's not. But... No, I'm just saying. like it's It's amazing that he still has that status, you know? 
So this these were Mike. these were Nike ads with Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny, which they would go on to later make Space Jam. And some say that this ad campaign with Nike and Bugs was the start or the genesis of the idea for Space Jam, which I thought was really cool. That is really cool. Um, as a kid, I wanted Jordans. Never got them. That wasn't happening. I was pay less shoes all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. And, and definitely not like at that age. And I wasn't at all any sort of sneaker head or anything like that. Do so. you like secretly want Jordans now? Like, are you like, I could like get a pair of Jordans. You know, the thing about quote unquote secretly wanting them is that we're adults so we can just go get them. It's really not that. Right. Yeah. But I feel like you're not the kind of person that's going to spend that kind of money on a, on a sneak, you know? I don't go anywhere. So if I went places that I thought... <laughs> you come to this closet. <laughs> yeah. I come to a closet to, to record a podcast and I play video games. I mean, if I... Maybe someday I get some, but I mean, I'm just not... I was just asking. I was just curious. That's all. No, I mean, it's, it's a good question. I don't question. think you and I have ever talked about Jordans before. It's a good question. Um, again, I, I, I have to really look at them and be like, do I think that this is really cool? And and I, I'm probably the kind of person that if I spent a ton on sneakers, I just would never wear them. I'd be like, I don't want to wear them and get them dirty because I'm just... A lunatic like that but well with jordans yeah i mean but who, they, who they wants sell, no, to get they, their jordans dirty well because they have really 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 like they have really rare ones and then they have like more common ones that you can get and so you you'd buy like a more common one mm-hmm. and then wear that and then it would look cool with your outfit and then you get the rare ones and be like i'm a badass look at them in my sneaker closet but anywho we had those commercials. We had MJ there. He had, uh, I'm pretty sure he also had the MJ Bird McDonald's commercials. Which those were I was really just going to cool. say he was also in a McDonald's commercial. Yeah. Those were cool. Those were fun. I remember those were there playing horse for the Olympics. And Barkley always wanted to get in on it. Yes. That's what. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was. Because that was for the Olympics that they were hyping. And same thing with Dan and Dave. Because that was all. That was going to be the dream team. Was going to be uh, in 92. So it was the first time they were all going over there. And they were sponsored by McDonald's. Do you remember? And we'll get into this in the summer. But do you remember, like, did you go to McDonald's at this point and get the cups? Like, I had all the special cups. That was fun. It was like, you, they had cups, like, um, like you, like, like those plastic. Like, yeah, like you get them at like Mission Barbecue or like a super size cup. You had to spend like an extra three bucks. My parents would get me the cups. I don't know if I ever even got a Jordan cup. I think I had a Patrick Ewing cup. I think I had, I definitely had a Chris Mullen cup. And no, I never I had, I had any. Like a Barkley cup, maybe. I never if, had if, any. If he made cups. one, I had like three. We had like three, or maybe Drexler or something. But it, it was cool because I, I, I really liked the Olympics, and at the time I wasn't a huge basketball fan. I that was more like 94, 95, 96, kind of in that range where I really started to follow basketball more. But the dream team idea was just really cool, and they just beat the shit out of everybody, which was a lot of fun. I think I had the John Stockton one too because it was Stockton alone, but yeah, they had a lot of tie-ins. And they're it'd be cool if you still had them now, but they're worth. Uh, uh, I don't know. At least they're cool. You know, they're not they're worth cool. anything. It'd I be mean, cool I, I can't imagine they're worth a ton. But we also had one other ad, which is kind of the highlight ad. We had the the iconic Cindy Crawford Pepsi ad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which was you know what some consider one of the you know best and coolest ads in terms of like such a simple ad too. taking a celebrity and using it in your for product promotion it's such an iconic ad right yeah. so it's the two boys sitting there that watch cindy crawford roll up to the pepsi machine to buy the diet pepsi and they're like damn it's a nice looking can and yeah like, okay all right 
Yeah, that's a really that's a cool. Commercial. It's a really good ad. Really good. A lot of. I don't think the little boy said, "Damn, that's a nice looking can." But um, in my mind, that was definitely the sentiment. That was that. Yeah, that was definitely the sentiment. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was. Rewatching it now, and rewatching a bunch of those commercials, it's fun to remember because I did remember some. I definitely remember the McDonald's commercials. I definitely remember, obviously, the Sydney Crawford commercial I've seen now. I do. I did remember the Jordan Bugs Bunny commercial, uh, for Nike. So it was it was cool to kind of walk down that nostalgia lane. Now, when you were a kid, did you watch? Do you remember at all watching this game in any way? Or were you there watching the commercials? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Was this a thing for you at this age? We definitely watched the Super Bowl. Um, I and my mom had like a crush on Jim Kelly. I, I, that I remember that for some reason. Um, I don't remember watching the game. No, or I'm just no. I don't remember. I'm sure it was being watched, and there were football pools afoot. And yeah, like I don't, know. I don't remember where. Like I'm not trying to say to be like, oh, I remember where I was for this game. I remember. I I just remember the ads, and that's the one thing that sticks out to me. Some of these. Y- I think up until, and it could be next year, um, but whenever the Cowboys win, I, I remember kind of seeing that game because they throttled them. And I remember the Niners game, but I don't remember exactly where it was for each game. Maybe been in my grandparents' house, maybe been at home. But like I said, I remember the ads, and the ads really stuck out to me. And, and I think that's one of the funnest parts about the Super Bowl. Um, we mm-hmm. usually play a game whenever we have a party or whatever we do where, I mean, you guys can steal the game. It's fun. My friend... Uh, one introduced us to it but you make a big board and you pick everybody puts in a dollar a quarter whatever you want it to be and you call out an ad that you want and you say hey uh next ad up that's going to come up is going to be a car commercial or a dot com ad or whatever it is and the winner takes the pot when you uh come back from commercial break so i mean it makes watching the super bowl pretty fun it's so much fun yeah we just make a big a big board big board with like all the different categories and you put your name on there and throw your name on there and take an ad i mean it's so much fun and uh i mean i i don't dislike football but i do get more excited about watching the ads than the actual game well i mean yeah the, the problem with most super bowls has been until a little bit more recently and this is one of what kind of one of the games is that the games usually, or at least these other Bill Super Bowls, the games kind of, they get they get out of hand sometimes. And for a run in the 90s, we're going to be at a spot where the games are just bad. They're just like blowouts. 20-point blowouts, 30-point blowouts. And at that point, who cares, right? You just want your number to hit, right? That's you it. Your... If, you're, if you're in any boxes, any mm-hmm. pools, anything, you just want your number to hit. Like, you don't really care about the outcome of a game because if you're from new york like we originally are i'm a jet fan i've never seen them in the super bowl (laughs) i have no reservations i will anytime soon so it's not like you're sitting there rooting for your team yeah although go Bengals, go go Bengals or rams whoever but the rams have won the problem is is that the rams have really cool uniforms that's the thing when all you care about these i don't i really i i like the Bengals too i mean i don't care is it just that i just really don't care all right. We get to watch the commercials. Exactly. Anything else you want to add here with the commercials? Mm, I think you covered it all. Oh, there was a commercial for the Nicoderm patch. And That's it was true. like they were basically like, oh, there's this new thing out. It's a patch. It'll help you quit smoking. So it seemed like it was relatively new, like the, the patch. Well, that was interesting. Oh, it was pretty cool. And then they had the ad for uh, 7-Up, too. So they had the spot. They had a lot of those. Yeah, I remember those ads. The little spot. 
Yeah, they had a video game in Italian. They yeah, no, I remember the video game. I just yeah, never have played it. Um, it was also the 21st birthday for the Big Mac. We and learned a lot. About do you know games. how much it was for an ad? Back for then? a Super Bowl ad, yeah, in 92. 500 grand. 850. Thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, wow. not 100. Man. 850,000. And there's a lot of bad GM ads too, right? It was General Motors ads. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of these ads, like just compared to the ads you see today, were like a little Forget bit. Forget even today. They were just the Pepsi gross. ones were fun. Like there were a lot of Pepsi ones and they were like, mm-hmm. they had a lot of celebrities and gotta have it and just lots of energy. I think I mean, those ads were probably the some of the I mean if, if you think about it and you're like okay so we're gonna do an ad it's gonna cost us 850 grand just to get the airtime for the ad then you gotta pay all the celebrities and all the people like the amount of money that Pepsi must have spent on this one because they spent a lot yeah yeah um because this was the gotta have it campaign right it was gotta have it yeah and there was a lot there and there was Corey Feldman ads. there was Shannon Doherty involved in the Pepsi commercials yeah there was a bunch of people there was a Nolan Ryan with the Advil. Did we talk about the Bud Bowl commercial? Which one? Just the one that we saw where it was like the fourth quarter thing? Yeah. I mean, we. Ma- I mentioned it was the insane. That, that was insane. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that commercial was silly. I remember that commercial as it was going on. Do I'm you? Like, oh. Yeah. I was, yes. Because it was so stupid. This is like the guy's having a party, but then somehow... His ticket gets thrown in the garbage. He jumps out to get the ticket, but then we flash back to him later on in the game, and he's chasing a bird who's got it on a clothesline or a telephone line or something. Gets it. Gets hit gets by back. a fire truck while he's in a garbage can, and he gets thrown across the city. Yeah, well, I mean, and then somehow his gets dog thrown. Ends up getting it. Yeah, then his dog gets it at the end, which was my favorite part. Of course, because you saw dog. I like dogs. I mean, it's just a perfect segue to, you know, anything. Jen likes dogs, guys. Stop. Seriously, though. Stop. I can't. Put it down. We're not getting Baby Talk DVDs. Don't tell me what I can get. So, we also watched what I didn't realize was a, uh, was I guess, a, a trend that had gone on before. So, before 92, I guess the Super Bowl halftime show was pretty weak and this is really what we want to kind of touch on i think on you mean before 93 the halftime <laughs> show is pretty weak well would you say that winter magic the event that you need to experience this weekend everybody or whenever you listen to this podcast listen, the thing is you have a choice you have a choice to make mm-hmm. you can either watch eminem snoop dogg dr dre in the halftime show or if you don't want to do that you can watch the Puppy Bowl, which, as you know, I like dogs. Or you can fire up the old YouTube, and type in 1992 Winter Magic Halftime Show, and experience the winter magic. So the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis, and it was cold outside. It's winter. It's the end of January, but we decided that we're still going to sing Christmas songs. <laughs> And, do, and have a marching band and some rapping kids rapping about Frosty the Snowman. It was all snow-themed Christmas songs. They didn't mention Christmas. It was like walking in a winter wonderland. Oh, because it was winter magic. Oh, I know. I, I, I... And then we're going to end with Gloria Stefan. It was... She sang one song. That was her song. And then she sang some winter magic song. It was unbelievable. 
that like it was this is what it was versus what it is now. Yeah. So next year <laughs> it was really bad because of what we're going to talk about next. But next year, what's going to happen is they're going to get Michael Jackson to do the halftime show, and this is at the height of Michael Jackson to do it because I guess a lot of you know, and obviously now um, they do that. Although in wrestling, I do remember that they did try. They did try this gimmick once. It was uh, The Rock vs. Mankind in 1999, Sunday Night Heat. They tried. <laughs> oh, oh, the halftime show. The halftime show. So yeah. a lot of, a lot of, you know, <laughs> when, when the Super Bowl I'm like, on, wait, when did The Rock and Mankind do a winter magic dance? <laughs> I, <laughs> no. Like... So when, so when the Super Bowl's on, obviously, everybody just assumes people are out and watching the Super Bowl. So nobody's going to put anything on that they want people to watch because they don't think people are going to watch it. But there are other shows. Sense. Didn't MTV do a, like a halftime thing or something? I think a there's lot of There's Puppy try. Bowls. Like there's always something else for people that well, don't. The, the Puppy Bowl's on before. I don't think it's on a halftime, is it? It's, it's like... on before now. I think it used to be on a halftime. Again, I'm saying things that I don't necessarily know are true or not, but... Sounds good. There it is. It's a half-baked podcast. Half-baked. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they... Oh, we should make cookies. We should. For the Super Bowl. So... When... Well, I meant for, like, right now. You said half-baked. It's almost like a cookie. So what they would do is they would not really try to counter-program anything, not thinking that they were going to get anybody to watch the Super Bowl. But this year, In Living Color decided that, fuck it. They, they had a live timer, which you can get this on YouTube, that was the length of time of the halftime. And as soon as halftime started, you could have flipped over to a living color and watched 22 minutes of sketch comedy. Um, we watched those 22 minutes of sketch comedy. We did. Men on football was funny, right? Or men on, men on things. What was it called? Men... I think it was men on football. Yeah. Like men talking football or something like that. I'm going to have to. I'm actually going to look this up because. Pat, I, do I not you took... get off electronic bag. <sighs> I thought that you actually <laughs> took good notes. Oh, oh, now we're. I have I have every ad written down on here that we saw. Yeah, it was it was men on football. So it was called. Yeah. It was men on football. Yeah, it was. Fine. It was. I don't know. David if it... Wayne's David Allen Greer. It was it was. I don't know if it holds up all that well right now i mean i thought it was funny but it doesn't funny. mean that it would be funny to everybody but i thought, I thought it, was it was silly yeah and it was very silly and, the, and living color in contrast to saturday night live i think was a little bit more bombastic um i think it was a little bit more it tried to ground itself it tried to be a little i want i don't want to say silly in like that way because i just i think it tried to be a little bit more slapsticky um, which I really enjoyed. Um, yeah. Jim Carrey was there doing Jim Carrey-like things back when he first, this is... Do you think it almost paper. appealed to like a, a little bit of a younger audience yes. too? Yes. That's, yeah. that's, that was the and it was goal. on earlier, wasn't it? On at like 9 yeah. or 10? I think it was on at like Maybe 10, 10 or 11. I think it was on at a, no, Mad, I think it was Mad on at, TV was on I think on it was 11, on at 10. I think it was on at 10. Um, but yes, because the point was, is that it, Saturday Night Live had gone through some problems and stuff um, and transitioned out of some people. But th that was like an institution. So you're going to go there. You're going to have these comedy chops. You're going to follow all the rules. Um, as we know, and not to get anything um, that's not really obvious, the cast of A Living Color was significantly different in diversity than, let's say, the cast on Saturday Night Live. Um, so it was really something that was 
more for, let's say, the people, kind of, I guess, than yeah. maybe SNL was in terms of trying to just grab. But it, and it was, I think, I think the word that they liked to use in the 90s was urban. Like, it was, like, urban. It feels like urban youth, you know? Yeah. Which is just another way to just kind of say, you know, like, I don't even know. Like, just younger, edgier, hit, like, hipper. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough to kind of say. But, <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's it's tough to think, like, what, like, who really was the audience? Because, I mean, I was watching it. I don't know if I was necessarily the audience. Do you know what I wanted to be when I grew up Homie around the, this Homie time? Homie a fly girl. Okay. All right. Makes sense because I cannot dance. Yeah. Or, right. I mean, maybe I can, but I just don't. But I wanted to be a fly you girl. You want to be Jenny from the block. Yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, I was. Needless to say, In Living Color did the counter-programming to the halftime show that is Winter Magic, which <laughs> I think if you have time on Sunday, you're making some chili, you're doing whatever, pull up on YouTube Watch them both. It's Watch Winter of Magic first. Yeah. And then realize you could have been watching this and be like, huh, it's kind of funny. I chuckled a little bit. They had a fire marshal um, episode with Jim Carrey at a bar at a Super Bowl. I will say this about that. I can't believe I ever thought that was as funny as I thought it was. I thought it was... I I, I don't know if I thought it was as funny now. That's that's what I mean. I'm like, oh. like (laughs) I thought this was really funny. Again, I was what not nine nine or ten i was ten at this time so you know i'll give myself a little bit of i wouldn't say that you know i think a lot of people um when you talk about especially tv we talk about like what you found funny or what you think was funny i think funny is a relative term and i think it should just be more entertaining because like i was entertained by that sketch when it would come on did you just say sketch 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 I was entertained by that sketch when it would come on. Like, I, I was, I, I, that Homie the Clown, like, Homie the Clown was silly. <laughs> I did, I did like Homie the Clown. Like, they were just these okay. silly characters that they would just, it was entertaining when they would mm-hmm. come on. Like, yeah. I would just enjoy it. I don't know if I'd always laugh, but it was just silly. It was just silly premises and silly things. And so, I did like the fire Yeah. Um, and it would always end with it would always end in complete calamity because he's he was just like he was like a Looney Tunes character. The worst he, fire marshal. He was a cross between like Elmer Fudd and yes, Riley Coyote. Yes, he went through that phase where everything he was was a cartoon character. Yeah, like the mask. Well, this is like if you look at what the mask was, and then you look at like his makeup and prosthetics and mm-hmm. this, it's like so similar. It's very similar. It's like a cross between like Ace Ventura, the mask, and then like I said, almost like kind of like an Elmer. Fudd. I thought he was so I. I loved him. I thought he was hilarious back then. Mm-hmm. Now I can't watch. I like him as an actor, but watching that like those characters that he does, I am. I just cringe. I. I it's. I did a complete one eighty on it. Because when it's when it's a certain type of comedy, you you have to be. You know, we were just talking about this the other night, um, in real life, and not on our podcast. But <laughs> you have to be in the right mood too. Like, I, I don't know what mood I would be in again to be like, I really want to watch Ace Ventura when nature calls or Ace Ventura the first one. But people are in that mood and people do like that. People oh, still sure. Like it. I'm not I'm and I'm not judging anybody. Or, no. And I love Jim Carrey. I'm just saying as me, like, I loved him back then. I lo- At oh, this time, I, I loved Jim Carrey. I saw Ace Ventura in the movie theater. I saw Ace Ventura <laughs> when nature calls in the movie theater. I saw uh, The Mask in the movie theater. 
I think I even saw like Liar Liar. I remember seeing Bruce Almighty. Like I loved all these I movies. I did love Liar Liar. I think that yeah. was like my favorite. I enjoyed them. And that one I could still probably watch. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, you know, because a lot of people give uh, or they want to give shit now to Adam Sandler too and be like, well, I don't like these movies or that movies. But it's, it's just all about how any comedy on its face and a lot of these things. And, and it goes back to what we're talking about here with TV. Any of this stuff, like, on its face, it has to be something that you find entertaining and you find appealing and you find funny. If you, if it's just not humor that you find funny, you know, like, for example, some people don't like crass, you know, vulgar, toilet-type humor. If, that, if you don't like that, it doesn't matter who's doing it, you're not going to like it. Yeah. So this stuff was aimed, and, and some of these jokes and stuff are aimed at an audience that was us, so you enjoyed it. You thought it was funny. They're fart jokes. They're this. They're that. It's It's funny. If you stop liking that humor and you want it a little bit more, you're not going to like it. Also, there's trends in comedy, you know, and it yeah. changes, you know, so it ages that's part up. of it too. Yeah. It, it, it ages up with the comedians that are doing it. You know, once yeah. they kind of age out and then they're like, well, I don't really want to be doing this same stuff over and over again. That's the new batch that comes in and they take a little of what the old batch did and, and build from it. But we watch them both and it turns out that because of the in living color because of how good and how people were tuning in to watch that super bowl is like shit ratings are like shit we need to do something drastic and next year there will be michael jackson and the launch of these massive super bowl halftime shows which really is something i didn't i didn't know from what i could remember this is you know one of the first things we've learned here with our um you know with our podcast doing this 90s look back i always thought in my mind that the super bowl halftime show was always like a famous artist it might not have been someone i liked but i always thought it was like a famous artist and not that gloria stefan wasn't but she literally had like half of a song they yeah had, like, no she was not she was on there for such a small amount of time they had figure skaters on they had like two figure skaters skating in a circle on like it, it looked like, like a 15 foot yeah it's like 15 by 15 it was like nothing. circle of ice yeah it was yeah. well it was uh dorothy Dorothy Hamill and um, Brian Boitano, wasn't it? I don't know if it was Brian Boitano. Because I think I started saying, what would Brian Boitano do? Yeah, but we also watched figure skating the other day. So you well, that's why they were it. there, because the Olympics were happening. But I don't know. This is 92. I don't know how, you know, if it was them. But I, it was definitely Dorothy Hamill. But it's just wild how, like, it went from that. And they even had, like, the Olympic rings that they did with the marching band. It's just this marching band. And you're like, oh, okay. It was like a it was like a school marching band. Yeah, it was like a college marching yeah. band and stuff. And you're like, oh okay, and then you're like, oh okay, it's it's Gloria Stefan, and then you're like, oh okay, but then it was over, and you're like, oh, and then next Is time it it's gonna be pronounced Estefan or Estefan. I have no idea, and I apologize to her. No, I don't know. I don't know either. I've heard it. I've heard it pronounced both ways. No idea. Like, did you know that Ariana Grande is really Ariana Grande? Also, didn't know that. Did you know that Rihanna really likes to be called? It her pronounces it Rihanna. Also didn't know that. Those are all the name facts I have for you. Those are all the pronunciation facts I have for you at this moment. Appreciate that. Glad that we went off the rails to get into. <laughs> Seriously though, put <laughs> I down. need to find baby talk. So for you know, and as we've been doing on our feed when we can, we've been doing a little F Mary Kill. So you know what I'm gonna do here? I'm gonna mix it up. Oh. I'm gonna pose this question to you, Jen. Okay. Buy. Uh, one time buy. Own it forever. Never want to see it again. 
based on these ads. You can choose between McDonald's, Pepsi, or Nike shoes, or uh, Reebok shoes, because there was a lot of Reebok ads. So you can get rid of one forever. Just, I never want to see it again based on the ads. I don't remember the Reebok ads. Was that Dan That was the Dan and Dave, yeah, where there's like 25 ads of that. So well, what was that? There were two Olympic, uh, like, decathletes. Oh, okay. So they okay, had well, special Nike bad. shoes. They had Reebok. Uh, Reebok shoes. They had special So you're giving shoes. me Reebok, McDonald's, and Pepsi? Yeah. You can keep one forever, get rid of one, and you can just have one once. What do you want? Based on those ads. You're a kid. You go to your parents, and they're like, here's your options. I'm going to get rid of Reebok because I don't know who Dave and Dan are. I'm a kid. What if it know. was Nike? Would, would that change your opinion? It was because of the Jordan ads. Would you be like, I need a pair of Jordans? Or would you be like, I need to go to McDonald's every day? Well, let's just keep it with Reebok because that okay. actually confuses right. me. Okay. Not, not now, now I feel confused. Confuzzled. Got it. I'm, I'm so confused. you're getting rid of the Reeboks. Like, th- that, that ad didn't make you want to go get some pump-up shoes. It didn't. Okay. It, 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 no. Now, um, all those Pepsi ads and the McDonald's ads, which do you want forever because of that? Because of the commercial? Yeah. Like, you're a kid. Like, Mom, I need this. What did you need? Well, as a kid, every kid loves McDonald's. But if I'm talking about the ad, I probably would want Pepsi forever because those ads were fun. And I'd probably just want McDonald's once. Because I didn't really... I think... I, As a little Knicks fan that I was... Michael Jordan was a bull, you know? And I don't know if I would have had the insight that I have now on, you know, how amazing that time period was just you know, just for basketball and sports and stuff and Michael Jordan and all that. Um, I think I just would have been like, well, where's Patrick Ewing? You know, where's John Starks? So I'm going to tell you, I would have had the same ideas because when I was a kid, McDonald's had Coke. It still does now. So you'd be like, oh, and I really liked Coke. I still like Coke more than I like Pepsi, but those ads mm-hmm. were really fucking cool. They were they cool. Were. I liked Shannon Doherty because I like 90210. Okay. Um, and I thought those ads were fun. And I actually prefer Pepsi to Coke. There you go. So maybe I'm it's one of the... Sublim- subliminally got you. Well, I've always... I don't know. This is worse, but growing up drank diet soda. Instead of regular soda, which again, I know it's all chemicals and it's bad for you, but um, I just don't like Diet Coke. I always thought Diet Pepsi was better. But the thing that is funny is that the only place I actually really do like Diet Coke is McDonald's. They do something with that Diet Coke. It's true. I think it's a combination of the small ice, the th- their straws like a little bit thicker, like a little bit wider, so you get a bigger gulp. <laughs> that is what she said. And I think they put a little bit more syrup. In the mixture, because their Diet Coke is like fucking crack. Not that I know what crack's like, but I would imagine it's like McDonald's Diet Coke. It is delicious. It is. And I, I think that's that's the right call. That's why I did those, because I mean, Budweiser, how could we talk about that? We were too young then. Yeah, and I would have just wanted that because I love horses. I would yeah. have been like, the horses are pretty. Um, Yeah, so no. The shoes didn't make me want to get a shoe. Oh. And then... And it's know. the same. I feel like it's it's... The same basketball thing. So and I like feel the, like the McDonald's ads are going to get better. Like, they were good. They were fun. But it wasn't as good. 
The Chris, the Christmas McDonald's ads were good when the kids are like ice skating mm-hmm. and then like what happens like a little girl drops something. There's like something sad that happens and Ronald McDonald like goes over to her or something. I, I don't know. But right now, I don't know when that happened, be, but I'm pretty sure it was. I was gonna say right now they're still trying to be pretty wholesome with their McDonald's ads. They're not gonna get like kind of fun with it. No, they're they're just being like because they're like oh. When it's are they Big not Mike's wholesome birthday. though? I mean. No, no, they're really trying to like lean into like. A younger, like, really trying to appeal children. They're children. they're trying to they're trying to get children to indoctrinate get all of us yes. so that now as adults, even though we they're know aging up with us, the yeah. food is not good for you. Mm-hmm. You when you crave McDonald's, I mean, I don't, at least for me, when I crave McDonald's, I just need to have McDonald's. Right. Like, if I want one of those, and I don't really even want it that often, but when I want it, it's like, oh my god, I need those French fries. Yeah. So. I, I think that I was a good I need to get a meatless mac and shove the fries in the middle and then be like, what am I eating? Good little, <laughs> what am I doing? Good little ad-based FMK right there. I, I think yeah. that worked out well. Yeah, that, that that was cool. So next month, what we're going to do, as we uh, had found this baby talk this month, is we're going to actually, we're going to look at some late night shows. So we're going to watch an actual episode. Maybe if we can find one of a living color during that time period, maybe an SNL episode. And maybe some uh, old talk shows, if we can find them from some of our old talk show people. I'm sure Letterman's out there, Leno's out there. Just take it, check it, look at it, and kind of see from there. And that'll be what we do next month. So we'll have all that stuff for you guys then. And we'll kind of do like a early 90s, late night check-in. Because it'll be March. I mean, we're still not really towards the end of any summer. We're not We're not towards the end of the, the shows yet. Which we're going to get some shows that sign off, I think, in like May. I think this one shows end, usually like April or May. We're going to get some shows that sign off. I think Golden Girls, right? Doesn't Golden Girls sign off in 92? I think so, yeah. And I think maybe Cheers is 92 or 93. We're going to double check and get all those times right. But Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Golden Girls is. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll have some more deep dives in some of those and some other sitcoms when we get closer to that. But it's March, so it's kind of in the middle of, you know, middle of everything. So we'll take a look at the late night shows. So, Jen. Pat. As is customary. After we record this podcast, we need to figure out who is going to pay for dinner. You know, I've lost every time, and I don't think I bought bought dinner once. Well, maybe this time I'll finally cash it in. (laughs) Three questions. Loser buys dinner. From that totally 90s game. You ready, Jen? Yes. What links these clues together? Ganon. Magical shield. And Link. Zelda. Correct. One nothing. I'm showing you a picture. I'm going to ask you what it is. So that's not it's not actually really good for podcasting, no. but it's what's happening. What is that? I'll explain it after you guess. So what I'm looking at, it looks like a mine. It looks like a... Like a golf, like a golf hole, and the number three. Mm-hmm. The golf hole looks like a little. It's like a little red flag. Yeah. Yeah. So what I think that what the mine. Oh, no, no, symbols? hold on, no, no. What I think the mine is trying to show me mm-hmm. is the mine is trying to give me an idea of the game, and I think the flag mm-hmm. is trying to show me that the mine is going to explode, and I think the three is trying to be like the pixelated three from Minesweeper. Mm-hmm. It's it's a minesweeper. That's what I think it is. You'd be right. What rapper one one? What rapper 
reminded us that he always had his mind on his money. And of course, his money on his mind. Snoop. Um, is that his full name at this point? Doggy Dog? <laughs> and it's just Snoop Dog. <laughs> two, now, two to one. Two to one. Okay. Who was dubbed America's favorite house guest after gaining widespread notoriety during the O.J. Simpson trial? Kato Kalen. Correct. 2-2. Two, two. Now, Jen. Pat. I know that you, uh, if we put you on Jeopardy with a daily double or all these different things, having time or a timer or some sort of thing wouldn't be great for you. Oh, no, I would. I'd freeze. I, I hope you're not trying to time me. I'm not going to try to time you, but unofficially, I do have to like, if you don't know this answer right off the bat, I do have to give you a time because you can kind of work through it. Because I'm smart? You are. Okay. It's a numbers game. So the answer is just a number. What is Bill Clinton's presidential number? <laughs> 42? It is 42. Oh my god. I was going to be like, you could just work backwards and I go know, 45, I 44, to, 43. I, I, you could I do it. Kinda, I'm like, you could do it if you had a lot of time. I yeah. Mean, if you had like a minute and a half, you really thought about it. And you're like, okay, so he was, so we're at 46, 45, I mean, that's kind of what I did, but then I just, 43, yeah, yeah, okay. That, that's why I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I'm not asking you Grover Cleveland's number. Like that well, would please, be. Well, please don't ever do you that. You either know that or you don't. Okay. Let's do the math. Hmm. 90s style. Okay. This is for the this is for the tie. We might have to go to a tiebreaker. Just get the answer to score. Mm-hmm. Total number of individual adamantium claws that Wolverine has. Two. Oh, total number. Plus. So maybe they want six, but I don't Okay. Total number of individual claws that Wolverine has. Plus the number of swords that Deadpool has. Okay. What is that final number? So this is a problem. So Deadpool either has two or three swords. I'm going to say eight. You would be correct. Six plus two is eight. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, we're tied. I didn't, yeah. I mean, you just want to call it a tie? Uh, we'll do one more lightning round. Lightning, lightning, lightning. I can't use these, though. Sorry. Yeah, I can't use these either. Let me see. Maybe I can use one these of these. are all just, like, pictures, and they're so easy. It's unbelievable. These are a lot of numbers games. Can you can you hook me up with a with a card? Um, dee, 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 dee. Yeah, we'll do one more here, and then we'll, uh, we'll get out of and here. And then if it ties, we don't eat dinner. Yeah. I mean, we haven't recently. Or oh, we just okay. eat cereal. Oh, you can't look at them all. You're supposed to hand me a card. Okay, here, I'll hand you the top card, and you tell me if you really want to give that one to me. Well, no. <laughs> that was the top one. I was like, oh, okay. We can't really use that. <laughs> All right, Jen. Here you go. Oh, I got a good one for you. Which one of these is not a character from the animated show Rugrats? Dexter, Tommy, Dill, or Spike? Spike. Spike's definitely the dog. 
No, Spike is the bad. I think Spike's either the bad kid or the dog. Okay, it so is... then it's Dexter. 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 Damn. What you got for me? What popular girls catalog was a go-to fashion destination that featured items like platform flip-flops, denim maxi skirts, and mixed caps text? Teen Vogue. Delia's. Oh, damn. My favorite. I loved it. I'll give you the win and I'll wipe off your, your thing because you owe me like four dinners. It's the track number of the Blur song that is sometimes mistakenly titled Woohoo. It's the track number of the Blur song that is sometimes mistakenly titled Woohoo. I don't know why you're singing the song. Oh, the track number? Yeah. Oh, I was trying to think of the name of the song. Like, what is it called? Yeah. Yeah. But it's the track number. Yeah. Oh, well, I was singing the song. What is the song called? Um, is it number one? Song two. You never heard song two? Is that the name of the song? Yeah, song two. All right, well, I'm not giving you any more questions. No. That's it. Okay, I will. Oh, no, I won't. Listen, I think we've done enough. <laughs> I, think, I, I, think I think we've, we've done, covered enough. I think we've I think done we've too done much. Enough. <laughs> you have fun at the Super Bowl party? Yeah, I'll have fun this weekend when we eat lots of Super Bowl snacks. Who is going to win? We'll see if we're right. Bengals. Bengals. Bengals, 27. Or, 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 hear me out, could be the Rams. Ooh, you know what they always say, or at least we say on our other podcast. Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. And? The NFL. The NFL. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.